see it as sort of like no one cares about any of the specific like individual things that we talk about in this podcast it's mostly just like the banter and the you know and the the enjoyment of the conversation between us itself regardless of its content what's what's weird about language is when you say the word banter a whole slew of images come into my mind because a subset of people have used that word to describe things like being racist as just banter uh, and it's it's so funny to to how how fast like words can be associated with stuff, right? Yeah, it's because well, I know and then people will like forcefully take charge of it too, where it's like <laughs> you know, like certain people were and certain like groups of people were accused of inventing fake news to like prop up certain people's candidacies and and ideas <laughs> and then those people started just the people who were doing the fake news started just referring to fake news as everything that wasn't them yeah it's fake bro everything's fake <laughs> what's well, not fake though is you getting um two new monitors so sort of four but not okay so this is this has all happened, I'm pretty sure, since the last time we recorded. Maybe. Um, I don't remember I don't remember if this process had started the last time we recorded, but I'm pretty sure it hadn't, because this all happened like over the weekend. Uh like over last weekend. Um so basically I have been working on a game for Disney. I don't think I can say the name of it, but Essentially, I've been working on capturing footage to do a, uh, a release trailer for it. And my contacts at Disney were like, why does the color look so weird? Why is the color all washed out? Like, look, this is what it looks like when we capture it on our end. And I'm like, oh, damn, that's much like darker and richer and the saturation is better. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. by comparison, it kind of looks like there's like a, a really bright glare over mine is the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Like there's just a, a, a sort of layer of like bright white light over it that makes it look just like way washed out. Okay. And we've been trying to figure out why this was for several weeks now. So I messed with color settings uh, in Windows. I messed with color settings on my monitors. I messed with color settings in OBS I like wherever I could, right? Eventually, I tripped on this thing on my monitor. Hey, welcome to the retro breakdown, everybody. I'm telling a story. Um, so I tripped on this thing in uh, Windows color settings called HDR or high dynamic range, which is supposedly this new sort of like HD color thing where it can display like a billion colors instead of the current standard range is like 12 or 16 million colors. Wasn't didn't didn't HDR come out like a long time ago? I guess I don't know. Okay, I don't know much. I'm only just now finding out about a lot of a lot of yeah. But what I do know is that my monitors previously did not support it. 
Which oh. is not terribly surprising. I got them in like 2016. They were like cheap monitors then. I, I, I should say by a long time, I mean like nine or ten years. Is so by by tech standards, it's a long time. But by the last time you or I bought uh, computer components, <laughs> right, it didn't exist. <laughs> right, right, right. Or, or it was, or it was it expensive. Was so, yeah, it was so new <laughs> that it was like they were still skimming early adopters for absurd amounts of money. <laughs> like when those now, first no. curved screen TVs came out, and they were like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. But anywho, so you found HDR and and you're like, this is the solution. Yeah, I was like, this must be it. And like, as if to follow that up, they even suggested like, oh, maybe check your HDR settings. And I was like, oh, they must be capturing an HDR. And I'm looking at these side by sides where it's like, oh, my God, there's, you know, the color, the color richness is so much deeper. It's a, you know, a lot of the color is really dark. And one of the things that a lot of the color in the game was really dark. So one of the things that HDR is supposed to do is give you a lot more definition and clarity and a lot more um, range within uh, darker colors. Sure. Yeah. Um, So I'm like, oh, this is totally it. So I brought that to my uh, to my bosses at work and they were like, oh, yeah, this seems. Yeah, this is the best answer that we have. You're probably right. So here's what we'll do. Um, We have up to like X amount of money. Go buy yourself a new monitor that will fix this. And I'm like, well, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So you did. But I run a two monitor display. So I guess I'll go buy one myself and then you can buy the other one. Yeah. Seems reasonable. So basically two monitors for the price of one, which awesome. So I got them, I turned on HDR, then did some more work on settings and did some more, like, redid all of the capture, reformulated the whole trailer. They're like, color's still washed out. <laughs> you, you, oh, oh wait, no, no, never mind, I can't actually talk about what I want to talk about. Continue. Yep, 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 no, I know, I know exactly what you're thinking, because Tom, <laughs> it Tom doesn't matter, know, Tom knows more. <laughs> But he can't say it either. Um, So um, a couple of other things happened. Uh, So these monitors that I am currently running with are 2K monitors. They go up to 1440p. Uh, They had they support HDR. They've got, you know, refresh rate of like 240 hertz or something like that. It's flying crazy. Now, now, now you're one of those elitists that's going to be like, ugh. Oh my god, my game doesn't refresh fast enough. Oh, I This game only runs at 60 frames per second. <laughs> Incidentally, that's actually the case with Elden Ring, it turns out. Oh, really? Yeah, it's locked at 60. I guess that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me either, but it's kind of funny cuz it's like the first game, it's the first like newer game that I played with like a high refresh rate monitor. And it's like, I mean, no, you still you played gimmick. <laughs> gimmick runs at 62. <laughs> that was before well, I got the new monitors, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. So so I got those. They're curved. They're gigantic. Um, They're maybe a little bit too big. Got yourself some giga monitors on there. Yeah. I mean, they are two 32 inch curved monitors side by side. So I've got like a whole freaking semicircle in front of me. That I have to, like, 
significantly swivel in my chair to look at the left and right extremities of. You have to get one for for above you now. You, you need three. You need a three monitor setup. Well, here's the problem. Uh, or a four monitor it setup. It turns out that the solution was not the monitors at all. It, in fact, HDR on PC kind of sucks because not a lot of things support it. And the problem with HDR is that if you are just using it normally with mm-hmm. something that supports it, it looks really good. Oh, God. When it, like, I was playing CrossCode, and it was the HDR was activated on my monitor. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's like there's a giant sunburst in the middle of my screen. And I thought it was just because I was in, like, the first town, and it was sunny. I was like, oh, maybe it's, like, some kind of effect. But then I went somewhere else, and I was still there. I was like, oh. Oh, HDR is turned on. And then I turned it off. I was like, oh, wow, it looks like a, a nice video game now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with things that are built for it and support it natively, it looks really nice. Yeah. Uh, for everything else, it ruins it. <laughs> oh, completely. Completely ruins it. It's like yeah. unviewable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and the problem with um, the problem with content creation is that you are translating a lot of HDR content into tools or video players that don't support it. So the moment it has to go into anything that does not support HDR, it looks washed out and garbage. Ah, okay. And also, that wasn't the problem. We sent it over to we sent it over to Disney. They were like, yeah, it does look better. But not in the way that we wanted it to. <laughs> it's it's almost like they're a teacher that's not going to tell you the answer. <laughs> well, they we were all collectively trying to figure out, like, why does it look so weird on yours? <laughs> no, I know. I just mean the way that the feedback is there, Ricky. Yeah, uh, almost. <laughs> Try again. You're so, so close. When I got these monitors, I had been running a 3060 Ti, which is a nice graphics card. Yeah, it's a great for one. a 1080p monitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. For for 1080p, it's a great car. Yeah, like you run basically anything at like maximum settings as long as you're running it in like 1080-60, right? Yeah. Um, now that I'm running things in like 2K 144, it's trash. <laughs> literally unplayable. <laughs> no, it was it was. It was running into some issues. Even playing the game that I was playing for work, it was stuttering a little bit. And I'm like, oh, that should not be happening. That seemed, yeah, that's weird. Like, you you, you knowing what I'm talking about, like, that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. So I was seeing a little bit of little hiccups and little, little stuttering here. And I was already, the seal had already been broken on, like, all right, I guess I'm spending money this week. Sure, yeah. So I, mean, I was what's, like, what's... well... You've, you've spent a few hundred. What's a few thousand? It's not it's, it's over a thousand, but not a few thousand. No, I just mean like what's well, it's it's one of those weird things where it's like, oh, yes. I'm not going to buy anything. But yeah. then it's like, well, ah, who gives a shit? I'll just spend all the money. Yeah, it's it's true. Like if you're not spending any money, then 20 bucks seems like too much. <laughs> yeah, but then you but start like spend- <laughs> once you spend like four or five hundred, another eight doesn't seem like that big a deal. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like, yeah, well, whatever. I'll just get what I need. I mean, of course, assuming that you have it, and I speak from a position of privilege now because I have working with Disney money now. But yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: um, when I got the new graphics card and I popped it in, I was like, "Oh, damn it! 
Oh no! Oh, I, I've messed up. This thing only has one HDMI port. Oh no, you gotta use the other cable. Yes, that's correct. I, I can't think of what the cable's Display called. Port. Yeah. Um, so the, the 3060 had two HDMI ports, and I just plugged them yep. both into HDMI, yep. and that was fine. Um, or so I thought. Uh, no. I always knew and saw that these graphics cards had, like, like they have like three, three other ports. Yeah, yeah. For this other format, and I just never had cords for that, because, like... Those are the fancy know, cords. I've got HDMI cords sitting around. I'll just pop one of those in. Who gives a, who gives a damn? Who gives right? a hoot? Um... So I was like, oh, shoot. OK, well, I bought these fancy new HDMI 2.1, you know, high definition, high tr data transmission rate cables because I thought that would be necessary for these new monitors. Um, but it turns out I can only use one of them. So I guess I'm going to have to just go out and grab one of these uh, fancy DisplayPort cables and plug it into that because that's all. I've, that's the only choice I have. Uh, I plugged that cable in and fixed all of the color problems immediately. That makes sense. Yeah, the, the display port cables are nice. So it was it something in the in the HDMI transmission was like the color data was getting screwed up and it just was like washing everything out. And as soon as I plugged in dis the display port cable, I was like, oh, this looks really nice. This looks like totally. Oh, my God. And I opened up the game and I was like, oh, my God, that was it. Mm. Oof. So then I had to go to my boss and be like, thank you for the $500 monitor. The solution was a $17 cable. Oh, you could have you could have played that close to the chest forever. <laughs> I like I couldn't have because they would have wanted to know, like, what was the problem? You just and said, they yes, already it, was the knew monitor. it wasn't the monitor. Turns out it was. I pressed the wrong button. Yeah, yeah. I just I found the right <laughs> settings. Well, well, here's what this led to, and here's why I am about to uninstall these monitors that are on my computer now and and reinstall new ones still. Mm. Um, so I talked to my boss who was understanding about the issue, and I was like, I, you know, I apologize. I, you know, I feel bad that you went out and bought these, bought this, you know, spent so much money on my setup when that wasn't really like relevant for work. I will I will totally like foot the bill and reimburse the cost if you want. It's, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because like it wasn't it didn't turn out to be necessary after all. I will. But I, then I was like, on the other hand, like as embarrassing as it is to have egg on my face here where like this wasn't the problem when we went out and spent all this money for like no reason. It is also true that we do a lot of stuff with video games and this will kind of future proof us. Because yeah, now I can actually capture at higher resolutions and I can, you know, I have all of this capability now for when stuff comes up in the future. We don't have to worry about tech. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's I, I'm like basically justifying it. <laughs> and he's like, my boss is like, yeah, I was thinking about that, actually. So, you know, to stay within budget, I know you were talking about like. You wanted to make sure you got something with good HDR because we thought that was the problem. But since that's not the problem, maybe we could forego that and just go for something that's 4K instead of 2K. Ooh, fancy. Because we, you know, because that way it's like I I went for 
I sacrificed a couple of other things like resolution to make sure we had a high HDR monitor because I thought that was going to be the thing that made the big difference. Yeah. And so, you know, sort of pushed aside some 4K monitors because they didn't have as impressive an HDR display. And he's like, well, in the, you know, since we have determined that that's not really that big of an issue in the interest of future proofing, why don't we find something that's like similarly priced that is actually 4K so that if we need to do something in 4K, we're prepared for that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right. So one arrived yesterday. The other is arriving today. I now have 27 inch 4K monitors coming to the house. And when they get here, I'm going to have to uninstall these curved ones. So I'm basically I'm basically replacing 32 inch curved 2K monitors for 27 inch flat 4K monitors. Ah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's replacing monitors isn't that hard, though. I mean, I suppose you have to unscrew because you have them on the arm, right? No, these are actually just on the stands. Oh, yeah, that won't be too bad. What, what, so what are you going to do with your other ones? Return them to Amazon, <laughs> okay. which is actually the hard part. That's way harder. Because <laughs> now I have to get them back in the box, repackage them. Good luck. And, yep, because they're never going to go back in the way they came out. No, just stuff them in there and say, I don't know. And run them out to a UPS store, show them a QR code. And then I'm going to get a $500 refund and they're going to get a $500 refund. You know, the biggest problem in all of this, which I'm not sure if you've realized yet, is the your graphics card, the new one, you know, 4K. 4K is a big pump in resolution. You might need to get the top of the line graphics card. <laughs> this almost is. This is like the third from the top. <laughs> no, I know the 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 forty seventy Ti is is a yeah. very good graphics card. Well, it's also it's also wonky the the pricing of graphics card and stuff because everything's through the absolute roof because they're priced the uh, all of the well all of them I say all of them and I mean Nvidia and and Radeon to an extent yeah uh, are like hey wait a minute you guys are willing to pay this much during the shortage yep. let's just make this the baseline yep. price everybody's like well, dude yep that's dude. literally what happened. We and had a shortage and everything got inflated through the roof and like the secondhand market went completely out of control and people were still buying them. And NVIDIA was like, oh, oh, cool. We can make a lot. Oh, of money. yeah. yeah OK, this is just the price now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of uh, it's disappointing to say the least. And there's it may or may not go down in the future, but they may not care because the where, where NVIDIA is going to make their money is doing AI stuff. Like yeah, that's they're, apparently they're, where they're betting big now. Right, which is I will easy say, as a safe bet. I will say that part of the reason that I pulled the trigger on the new graphics card is because I did find one on sale. And granted, on sale is still like twice as much as it would have been in if in for its equivalent in the previous generation. But still, it was like, a you know, it's like a thousand dollar graphics card and I got it for like 800. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what's sort of nuts is that the graphics card. I mean, it's a stupid thing to talk about graphics cards from 10 years ago. Who cares? Of it course. doesn't really matter. The point is, is that the price of graphics card is still fairly outrageous yep. compared to what it used to be. But I suppose that's just, you know, <laughs> today. That's today. <laughs> 
But hell, now you got a new graphics card, you got new monitors, you can you can you can do some hardcore gaming of of things like, you know, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, which absolutely need to be in 4K. Honestly, like I actually yes. Yeah. Like I sort of joke about how, like, you know, I installed this new graphics card and the first thing that I played was Oracle of Ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which it like someone in chat was like, ah, yes, the the true test of a new graphics card is is absolutely just to uh, emulate the emulate not a, even... a Game Boy Color game. And then I popped out the switch menu. And I was like, I'm not even asking the computer to do it. I, I was just about to say you're not. <laughs> you're, you're just transmitting through it. Yeah, it's a glorified <laughs> video player right now. That's all it is. You played a bit of Elden Ring. I did play a bit of Elden Ring. I think yeah. everything has happened so fast this week. I don't even remember if it was before or after the graphics card installation. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I haven't been able to watch too much of of your Oracle of Ages uh, or Elden Ring. Actually, I don't think I've watched like any of it. Besides, I pop in for a minute, say one or two things. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm doing other stuff. So I'm going to go do that. So I haven't yep. had a chance to Completely see it. Completely understandable. I'm I'm just a number. I'm just a number in your in your chat now. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the numbers. I like I always say it. I always say it on stream. Like, even if you're just leaving me on in the background while you do other things, that still helps. I appreciate that you're even thinking about me that much. <laughs> That's friendship. Okay? That is. That's just friendship. Hey, you know what? Speaking of uh, bomb rushing, cyber funking. It's yeah. awesome. It's yeah. I've only played it for about an hour and a half because I, I didn't play it at all yesterday. Um, but I, this morning I booted up and, and was just rocking out to some, to some funk. In fact, I, I, I kind of want to buy the OST yeah. yeah, as soon as I can from, from, I don't know, it's on steam, but I don't know where I want to buy it. Maybe they maybe there's going to be something cool later. So I'm just waiting since the OST is technically on YouTube because people uploaded it already. Right. So I can just like listen to it there. Uh, but I would be happy to support them through some kind of release of it. Like, it's it's weird because there's a part of me that loves physical releases, and I I have a CD player that I could listen to it on, okay. but it's so inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that it is, it is now, like, the worst way to listen to music. No, I could listen to it on a cassette, which is, you know, making a resurgence somehow, because retro. Really? I, like, I thought that, I thought that, like, I, I thought that the resurgence of retro would stop at, like, vinyl no vinyl so vinyl's always gonna vinyls are gonna be around forever right because it's people like the way they sound or something like right, that i think yeah, they yeah. just like having a brittle collection of something that looks cool um sure but, it, like it's they're bigger and so they carry art well yeah and, and just you know you don't actually use vinyls <laughs> no you frame them you frame them you put them on a shelf you put them in your thing but you're terrified the entire time that something's gonna happen to it or whatever <laughs> Oh, but the, the 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 cassettes are around occasionally, and sometimes it's fitting. Like the the Celeste I, uh, soundtracks, mm. did they did make a cassette version of that? I do believe, which is you know makes sense yeah, based on the game content. Like, that's literally an in-game item. So yeah, sure. But no, there are there are a handful of games soundtracks that are being released on OSTs or uh, being released on cassette now. Because okay, so I I amend my statement. CD is not the worst and least convenient way to listen to music. <laughs> by, 
<laughs> By comparison, the CD's fantastic. It's almost like the technology came later and has a lot of really great benefits. Yeah, it's almost like this technology came later as a direct response to the shortcomings of cassettes. <laughs> At least specifically solve those. I, I can I personally don't want to be like uh, have like a vinyl collection for reasons that are mostly just because they're insanely expensive now and i yeah. have no space for something like that but mm-hmm. they're kind of sexy like i get the appeal of a vinyl yeah and, and the player and i i understand it like it makes sense and there's even a part of me that sometimes i see some of those vinyls like whoa that's cool like that yeah. one looks really cool or like they put liquid in them and shit and i don't like 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 they try to make it cool looking and like fancy and and eclectic and you know, unique. I'm like, yeah, I can see it. I want that. And then it's like, oh, that will be $700. Okay, it's more like yeah. like $100 or dollars Yeah, the physical, the physical music medium thing has fully become a collector's market. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, all, you all see it a lot with, like... So Jesse gets a lot of, like, BTS and, and K-pop stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that is like, oh, yeah, the, the CD is in there. But never mind that. You're getting that... You're getting it for the exclusive photo cards and this collectible thing and <laughs> this you know the wall this scroll. album yeah what's the, the, what's the... the album is in here sometimes there's like a sometimes they'll do exclusivity stuff where it's like oh here's the like here's a here's sticker the or a patch third unreleased album of like oh test yeah like tracks the... that they didn't that they didn't officially release like the b-side of the test track c-side yeah <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> And it's like, oh, this is exclusive to if you buy the deluxe physical edition for $80 or whatever. I felt so in the know the other day because I was, I don't know where I was now or the context of this at all. I have no clue. I can't provide anything to it. All I know is I was someplace where somebody said something about Jeans, I mm. believe is the name of the band, right? The, the New K-pop. Jeans. New Jeans. Yeah. And I heard it and I was like, they're not talking about clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I okay so, so thanks, I have thanks a, Julie <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I have a new jeans sticker on my water bottle now because in the like less than a week that uh my niece spent with us Jesse got her hooked on new jeans and gave her a, a bunch of stickers and then she stuck one on the on the water bottle while she was streaming with me so that's just there now next to my I voted stickers yeah yep New jeans. I knew what that was. So yep. I, I, felt, I felt very, very cool. They're OK. They're also like 15. Yeah, I, I haven't ever listened to any of their music. But, you they, know, they ha- like I'm not a big K-pop fan. Like, I think it just is basically pop music. And so it's fine. Well, the thing is, is so a lot like J-pop or K-pop and that, that kind of music when you don't know the language sometimes sounds extremely exciting. Right, yes. like the energy behind it, and and the the way the language its flow is very fun to listen to, and if you don't know what it means, you can just it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like you don't have to really understand it to and en- to enjoy the you know the way it was produced and put together because that's kind now of the magic of most pop music. A, a lot of the like a lot of the K-pop groups that are big enough to like do some crossover um, yeah. are just recording songs in English now. I, I've 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 heard the a couple. Um, uh, uh, Blackpink songs. Mm, mm-hmm. They've they've come up on apparently based on my other music choices. Amazon was like, "Hey, you'd probably like this," and I was like, mm, oh, "Oh, okay. That's that doesn't bother me. That's kind yeah. of fun to listen to." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like again, it's it's fine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fine. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, you were talking about Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, though. No, I don't want to talk about it too much. I just because re- I haven't played it enough to really get into it. It's just it's just very okay. Initial impressions, very good. Yeah, it feels good to play. It feels good to to skateboard around the city, and I, and tagging is satisfying. Have the, did you are are you a, a fan or familiar with uh, Jazz Radio? Dean, Dean, of course, of course, I am. I didn't know. It's a you know it's a cult thing. It's it's easily missed. No, I had a I won a Dreamcast. I, I told you this. I won a Dreamcast from selling candles in yes. eighth grade, and then I had to have the Dreamcast magazine. And the Dreamcast magazine said you must buy Jet Grind Radio. So I bought it. Okay. Jet Grind Radio, rad as hell. Sick. It is. It is. It is. The, I mean, to be honest. I'll be completely honest. The only real reason I bought Bomb Rush Cyberfunk is because I wanted to hear more of Hideki Nagadouma. Yeah, that completely, completely valid. Like the game, it's I didn't even finish Jet Grind Radio. I, I know it's Jet Set Radio, but the, there is a Jet Grind Radio. It's I, it's confusing. Well, Jet Grind Radio is just what it was called in America. Yeah. OK. Jet Set Radio is the, you know, it's Aerith here. Right, of um. course. And then, like, they came out with the second one, and they just called it Jet Set Radio Future Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, oh, yeah, we don't need to... Well, like, Dragon Warrior, right? They they, they decided that yeah. they didn't mm-hmm. need to... They didn't need to Kirby Angry face it up, even though Nintendo still likes to. Yep, they sure do. But yeah, the the soundtrack is where it's at. That's 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 what pulled me in, and that's what made me want to buy it. And so that's, uh, that's why I bought it. And then the gameplay itself was fun so far. I don't know, tagging some walls, doing some doing some flips... And and some manuals, and yep. I, I went and I went into a toilet to change my clothes. It's good stuff. Good, good. I'm looking forward to it. I've already purchased it. Nice. I purchased it as soon as I got the notification that it was on sale. I was like, "This is happening for sure." Um, I also, at the same time, because um, someone in my Discord posted this a while ago, and I was like, "Wow, that's a really really good deal." Um, I bought like every single Mega Man collection. Oh, so, was it like 60% off or something like that for all yeah, the... Yeah, it, it is uh, the Mega Man Zero slash ZX Legacy Collection, Mega Man X Legacy Collection, Mega Man Le- X Meg- Legacy Collection 2, Mega Man Legacy Collection, Mega Man Leg- Legacy Collection 2, and Mega Man 11, and it was like 28 bucks. Oh, that is that on computer? That's on Steam. Yeah, yeah, and okay, I think it, I guessing. think it still is available. Yeah, it should be. They're basically, doing a big... I bought like I don't know, like twenty Mega Man games for like twenty eight bucks or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense because the the collections are on Switch. I I like using that Deku Deals website, mm. and they it's it's just one of the they, they track stuff, and so the Capcom yeah. games go on sale constantly. Yeah, um, and so right now they're all seven bucks or eight bucks. I want to say for all of those collections. Yeah, they were all they were all like marked way, way, way down. Um, yeah, I think to buy I think to buy all the X games and the Legacy Collection games and Zero it would probably be like thirty dollars on Switch or thirty five. But there's always the Switch tax, right? Right. <laughs> Just because it's on the Switch, it everything's always priced a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I put it in my cart when he brought it up and then just kind of forgot about it for a couple of days. And then I went to buy Bomb Rush Cyberpunk and it was still in my cart. So I was like, yeah, OK. <laughs> Look at Dean. You're just you're just you're just you're just dropping the cash. You know what it is? 
what is it? It's because you spend money on that monitor. And you're like, fuck it. No, you know what? <laughs> what is happening? What? What is? What is, is it? that? Um, what I usually do when it comes time to uh, make a purchasing decision or a financial decision mm-hmm. yes. is I will get up. I'll I'll see it. I'll think about it. I will consider it for a while. I will get up. I will walk two rooms away. And I will talk Jesse's ear off about it for like an hour until I talk myself out of it. <laughs> and Jesse's like, it's five dollars. <laughs> she's yeah. She's like, just do it. It's you should just. She's trying to talk me into it, and then I'll just keep talking about it and like, you know, discussing every every angle of it, and then I'll be like, I don't need it. But yeah. she's in Korea right now, and during like every time that one of these decisions has come up, I've had to make it like in a short period of time. And it's always during times when she's like asleep. So I have to do it like on impulse without like talking it out to her. And so like apparently like impulse spend brain just takes over. Yeah, you're going to get a gold toilet soon. The good news is with all of this money that I've spent in the last week, um, it's all a tax write off. So it basically doesn't even count. You, wait, even even like the Mega Man games? Yeah, dude, I stream. Oh, I guess you stream. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like every fair. video game per every video game purchase, even if it doesn't end up on stream, is still like well, my business involves like my business involves me being knowledgeable about video games, and so like playing a variety of them and staying up to staying up to date on trends. And expanding my knowledge base is part of my business. I suppose. Yeah. That's what I would. That's what I would say and fully believe it if the IRS ever questioned it. Of course. Yeah. I mean, if they want to tell me I'm wrong, then I don't can't really do much about that. But it hasn't steered me wrong yet. It's an interesting argument because then every single games professor should probably do the same thing. They should. Actually. It, it, It seems... Hmm. It seems wild to think that every video game I purchase is just expanding a connection that I would have with my students. Yeah. Or, or yeah, expanding connections, expanding your knowledge base. It's research. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only research I'm doing. Let me tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) It's different for you, though, because like. As a professor, I imagine you are not a freelancer. No, no. I, so I could, I could not, pretend I stream. Filing your, uh, you're not filing your taxes as like a business. No, I'm not. I'm not. So technically, despite the fact that my business has always just been I am doing independent freelance work, um, for tax purposes, I am a business. Yeah, no, I would, I would, I would, I could start, uh, I could stream more than once a year and then then maybe uh, <laughs> push it into that. <laughs> if you're if yeah, if your Twitch if your Twitch channel made more than like six hundred dollars a year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Then, I would, to, then it would count. I have to stream slightly more. <laughs> a little more, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, like the way it works, not to get too inside baseball here and welcome to the retro breakdown where we talk about taxes. 
It's games taxes. It's games taxes. So the way it works is like I am technically uh, filing taxes as a business. And so as a business, um, I have to like basically file. Here's how much I made. Here's my revenue. And then here's how much I spent on business related expenses over the course of the year. And that can be on tech upgrades. That can be on, uh, you know, travel. If I'm doing, you know, if I'm making like travel and, and travel blogging part of my. Yeah, of course. Part of my thing, which I do. Um, that can be, you know, game purchases or whatever else. Um, that all goes into the like expense column. And then you ex- you subtract the expenses from the revenues and that is your quote unquote profit, and the profit is what you pay taxes on. Yeah, yeah. So, so is there any particular reason why you're not buying more games? Uh, because despite all of that, I'm still stingy. But also because I, I already have so many games I want to play that like buying more of them just buries me deeper. Well, yeah, but so it's so the idea of. The idea of clearing your backlog is impossible. Correct. It cannot happen. So don't feel bad about it. Just pile it on. Higher and deeper. But but it still feels bad in my heart. No, that's that's that you got to just shift your perspective on this because you otherwise you're going your heart is going to feel bad for the rest of your life. You don't want to do that to yourself. Be free. You just bought 30 Mega Man games. You're so fucked. You gotta oh my be free. God, you're right. <laughs> you got, you, oh my god. You gotta, oh, what have I done? You have to free yourself. We'll be right back. Okay, I have recovered. Uh, cue the music. We have <laughs> we have spiky hair to settle out. Excellent. Uh, Swoggles would like to pit round three of the spiky hair character tournament. Vegeta versus Chrono. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not fair! I love <laughs> That's not that's not cool! I love I love Vegeta, he's the worst character in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> but he's my favorite! The dude beat like Kui or something like that, or Kui or whatever the heck his name was. And that's it! He loses to everybody else. His job is to be really strong and then lose so that the heroes can clean up. Literally, Vegeta's, like, best moment was in the last Dragon Ball Z movie where, where or I guess Dragon Ball uh, Super movie, where, where him and Vegeta, or him and Vegeta, yeah, basically, him and Goku have to fight without going into any transformations, because Vegeta can never beat the transformation of anyone ever. And, and they, he ends up getting to win at the very end, like, the post credit scene is them both, uh, him falling over second. But then you see Goku with this, this sheepish grin on his face, like, ha ha. I let you win, buddy. But Vegeta doesn't, you know, get to see. I love Vegeta. You know, I Everyone cried. Loves Vegeta. I literally cried when he died in Dragon Ball Z because I, I didn't. Okay, my, my, <laughs> my history of Dragon Ball Z is kind of. I started. You, okay, so you know how in, in in the U.S. they had the first two seasons uh-huh. that they kind of played on repeat for two years while they were yes. figuring out all the license. There's there's way more nuance to that, but I don't feel like talking about yeah, it yeah, in yeah. essay here. Um. And then they had a big special where finally they were releasing the rest of the Namek saga, like the Ginyu saga. And, uh, or no, yeah. I, I guess the Namek saga was technically done. So it was like the Ginyu saga and then Freeze, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. And um, 
Then they did a two-part special where they did the two episodes back-to-back, which is the one where Goku shows up and basically he doesn't kill, but beats the crap out of the, the Ginyu Force that's left and blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. And so that was my first time watching Dragon Ball Z. I was at Kyle's house. He's like, oh, it's so cool. You're going to like it. And mm-hmm, and it's just mm-hmm. starting up again. So I watched it and I really liked it. And I, I connected with Vegeta and then I just kind of like read a bunch of stuff. I was going to say Google, but I didn't Google. I probably used like Not Ask Not at Jeeves. that time, no. I definitely asked Jeeves. And yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I read all of the Di- like Diablo, all of the Dragon Ball Z lore because the entire series had already been out in Japan at that point. And I don't know. I just really liked Vegeta. And when he died to Frieza, like, I don't know why, but I had such a connection that I started to cry. Like, I was so sad that he died. And I don't know how old was I then, like 13 or something, I guess. I think that sounds right. Um, That's a good age. Maybe a little. Yeah, around there. That's a good age to be that invested. I was just so I was just so devastated that he died. I also didn't understand people come back to life and that Vegeta was such a prick in like the first two seasons, uh, which, of course, is the key up to why it's sad that he died, blah, blah, blah. But I, I always liked the character and he always sucked. I also happened, you know, blue's my favorite color. So I think I partially was drawn to him because he was the blue character. But uh, like his outfit was. So Vegeta, I really like Vegeta, but Chrono? Well, you know, Here's the so thing. So Chrono Trigger's a great game, but Chrono's not even a character. That's, I was just about to say, I was just doing, you know, I was just doing some gymnastics in my head being like, I love Chrono Trigger, but I don't care about Chrono at all, yeah. honestly. He dies. Chrono could literally be anyone. He could literally die and the game would still be fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he does. And it he is. could. He could. He could. Okay. Spoilers. If that were to happen, theoretically, in a if video game. If it were game. to happen. Right. You- you can beat the game without bringing him back. Yeah, you can. I know. There's, there's like he's not even necessary to the end game of his own game. He's literally not necessary. Though to be fair, neither is Vegeta. Neither is Vegeta. Not true. Vegeta is important. Okay. That's, but I'm not. Almost, I'm not backing it up. He is almost never like critical to end game, except in the Cell Saga. He did that one thing that one time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the problem is, is that every character is brain dead. So, like, it's it's hard to say who's who's important at any particular moment in time, right? Because, like, Goku's, I'm going to go Super Saiyan 3, but whoops, now I now I can't, I'm not going to do anything without it. Like, he could just win the fight and it's over. Like, it's, it's yeah. they're all, I don't know if any of them are integral to the plot because the plot's irrelevant. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, like if they wanted to, my my hope, my hope the and dream. The plot of Dragon Ball Z is make fight get bigger, get bigger, change color. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I my dream is that the next Dragon Ball Super movie gives. So now they've made Gohan the new Ultra Mega God plus size dude, and I hope that. <laughs> And, and and Piccolo plus got size a, was a was an incredible addition to that. Yeah, he's 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 plus altering. All right, I was thinking plus altering, but then yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, no, no, it's great. It's yep. excellent. I hope I hope they give Krillin one movie where he gets to do that. Like the Earthling gets to be the one that charges up. Because as I've grown older, Krillin became one of my favorite characters, mostly because he's like the cool Earthling dude. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I, I can I I like this character. I sort of enjoy the comic relief best friend. I mean, he's sort of retired to just be, like, some guy. He is just some guy. But, like, he is also the strongest human on Earth. Yeah, by a long shot. By a lot. 
<laughs> so it'd be really cool if he got a movie I mean, where he got to be the one to charge up. His competition is like Yamcha and don't even start. <laughs> no, probably T- Tien. Or is Tien Tien's alive? Yeah, yeah. I is don't Tien know. Is Tien an Earthling though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like, know. I was gonna say it's probably Tien, but like, wait, is, I don't is know. Tien He's not got human? like a weird clown friend and a third eye. Is he technically Earthling human? I don't know the lore. What he Tien, uh, human type. He human is Earth type. He is Earthling slash Triclops. That's not a thing. Okay, fine. He's human. <laughs> He's about as human as you get. <sighs> fine, fine. <laughs> okay, I'm keeping Vegeta. Right. That's my it's vote. My vote, is, my vote like, is Vegeta. Yeah, we've talked the entire time about Vegeta. There is nothing to say about Chrono. Who do you like, think? I my would f- keep Chrono's game, but like we're not talking about that. We're talking about characters. Oh, yeah, if it was even even if it was something as extreme as does Dragon Ball Z get to stay or does like Chrono and Chrono Cross get to stay, I would pick Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross just because right. of Chrono Cross is I love the music and I like the games a lot. As much as I like Dragon Ball Z, I can watch a different shonen. But the the thing is, like Vegeta is probably the most interesting character in his show, and Chrono is the least interesting character in his. Yeah, it's almost like he doesn't say anything or grow as a character at all. It's almost like he's basically just there to be a silent protagonist self-insert. <laughs> that looks like Goku-ish. Vegeta-ish. That is basically Goku. So, yeah. <laughs> so this time, Vegeta beats gro- beats uh, Goku. <laughs> I like Goku. <laughs> I think this was a trick question. I was so worried at first and it ended up being easy. Yep. Excellent. We did it. Um, Swaggles also said that he wants us to open this one after we select the winner for week three so that we have time to think about it. Mm. Um, mm. because the next week is going to be cloud versus literally just whoever we pick. We have to pick it. Yeah. Just like pick, pick whatever character you want to go up against cloud for next week. Obviously, we don't have to do it right now. That's why he said bring it up. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a tough one just because I'm such a Final Fantasy seven. Well, person, it's also so I kind make of it weird fair. because it's like it's like, OK, well, naturally, like if you're not going to bring if you're not going to bring someone up to beat Cloud, then what's the point? True. Yeah, You, you have to have the person that could fight like could. Re- I, I mean, I like that if, if you search. If you like Google spiky-haired protagonist, I'm pretty sure Cloud is what will come up. Yes, probably first. So, while we're doing uh, mail and mail-like things, in the Discord... Um, oh, hey, that's el- the Final Fantasy IX... Uh, yep, Ellipsis found a PDF of the Final Fantasy IX guide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like, yeah, yeah. In which it's just a bunch of short paragraphs saying, like, if you do this, you'll get a thing. And then, uh, like, a, an annotation next to it being like... Go to playonline.com and put in this keyword to see what it is. And that there are literally 10 annotations on these two pages. Yeah. Yeah. That are like, yeah, we're going to give you we're going to give you vague information on this. But then, like, not actually tell you what's going on. Um, Ellipsis also (laughs) shared with us after last week. Oh, um, the anticipation we is building. About, we were talking about gimmick uh, reviews and how oh, the people yes. who did the reviews didn't play them. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about like like a gimmick review. 
Oh, yeah, no, like... <laughs> not the yeah, game no, like, the, the reviews of Mr. Gimmick. Yes. yes. We were talking yeah, about yeah. how, like, they yeah, all was... said it was for kids and easy, despite <laughs> yes. it being, like, maybe one of the most difficult games on the NES. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, they just didn't play it. And one of them referred to uh, Gimmick as a little booger. <laughs> yes, he's, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you were like... Uh, they probably, they probably <laughs> reviewed Boogerman higher. Yeah. Well, you, confirmed. <laughs> I wonder if it was the same people that reviewed them. <laughs> it's unclear. He actually he actually looked for that. He said the the reviews weren't actually uh, they didn't have names. <laughs> they didn't I, actually like have them. They didn't actually have the names attached to the reviews, so we don't yeah. know if it was the same people. But reviews for gimmick were five eight five four. And reviews for Boogerman were eight eight five five. I can't read the text, but it would be awesome if the if the eight reviews read as if they hadn't played them. <laughs> and they oh, were, for Boogerman? Yeah, like the 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 reviews are just you know it's so cool because you're a teenager. <laughs> um, you fight right. boogers. So the first eight review says Boogerman is a fun game to play. The graphics and music are lively, especially once you get past the swamps. Hick Boy, the first boss, is a riot and should get his own game. Holy the control crap. on Boogerman is top notch and there is a lot of technique to be found. After playing a few times, I found out you could dig and pick zits. There are lots of things to keep you playing. Boogerman is a cool game. I just want to say the swamps are the first stage. That's correct. The second eight review says, well, it's different. That's for sure. In all seriousness, Boogerman is a good game. The boogers, snots and everything else is a gimmick that will grab you for the first few minutes, but wears off quickly. What you're left with is a decent action game that can stand on its own merit. Decent play control, good tunes and a great character. Boogerman is good, clean fun. Well, almost in this uh-huh. in this everything is evil gaming world. Congrats. Eight out of ten. So, yes, correct. The two plates did not play the game. It kind of feels like they watched someone else play it and they were uh-huh. like, ha boogers. Uh, are the are the tunes good in Boogerman? I. Uh, um, I'm going to honestly say that I don't remember well enough to say for sure. I'm, I'm listening I'm to the Genesis soundtrack. I'm also going to say, let's not find out. Oh, I, I guess we could play it. The music we makes could, it not like, too bad. That's, that, let's put that behind some, some reinforced glass and break that in case of emergency. Because I don't want to play Boogerman. I also don't want... I've played Boogerman before, and I remember being like... I remember renting it when it came out and not caring about Boogerman. Hey, this is like worse Earthworm Jim. Yeah. Oh, uh, I do have an idea for Cloud. Okay. His, 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 the person that Cloud has to go against is Cloud. Is it Zack? No, it's Cloud. Cloud has to fight himself. How does there this are, work? Because there's different, there's like different iterations of Cloud, right? Oh, there's like, do we do like, do we do like, like classic Cloud versus like remake Cloud? Yeah, that could work. 
Zach is also a, a reasonable option, also. But it seems it seems it seems like because then you could just do like Sephiroth, also, right? Like you could you could. Well, he's not technically spiky haired though. Oh, I guess that's he's got true. long, he's not, luxurious hair. He does have he does have that. Well, I, I guess I was calling those horns that he has <laughs> the, the 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 hair horn. That's like that's sort of fair, I suppose. That's what I, I was thinking. You're I right, don't know though. if that counts. I was thinking cloud versus cloud only because cloud is the original. <laughs> and then cloud gets to move on to the next round. <laughs> that's, you know, fair. <laughs> That's no, probably we'll still, the only fair way to do it. We'll, we'll talk about it later, but that was what came into my mind. Yo, pool's kind of boring. Uh, it's it's it. The game is not particularly interesting. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week. I, I played a two player. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, you're just playing it with a friend. <laughs> oh, it's one of those things where, like, it doesn't actually have anything at all to do with the game it's just like having someone else there is just more interesting yeah uh that's correct the 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 there is the did you did you open up the trick shot stuff yeah that was kind of neat i guess the trick okay so the trick shot stuff is boy it really only works with like rewind huh oh i couldn't do a single one of them <laughs> I only tried like four, like where you have to like get the ball, like you had to get both balls into the pocket with one. Yeah. You, you had a Minnesota fats it up. Yep. 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 Um, yeah, you have to really just have everything exactly perfect. Just so. And the way to figure out how to do that is incredibly trial and error laden. It's painful. I, I sat there for literally like 15 20 minutes trying to do one just like adjusting one little thing like move it a little to the left change the change the spin on the ball change the english on it yeah like and then there i finally found one that like that worked inconsistently and it's just like i can't imagine ever being able to do like the solution to the one I don't know if you got this one. It's the trick shot where you have to, like, there's one that martini glasses. Yeah, you have to shoot between the martini glasses. And there is one that you kind of have to, like, graze off into the side pocket. And then um, roll credits. That's the name of the game. Hey, and then it goes off into the uh, into the other one. That's also between some martini glasses. And you hit that one into the corner. Yeah, it's like it's like the first trick shot stage that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, so the solution to that was to uh, shoot it straight on, because if you don't shoot like perfectly straight through the first line of martini glasses, you'll break one on the way through. Um, you do uh, one or two spots to the left on the ball when you're giving it spin. Yeah. And then you do five out of six power. And if and you, you got don't it? do specifically all of those things, it won't work. But that did work. Wow. But it's Excellent. like you have like one shot at it. How would you ever know that that's the that's the specific setup that you need? I don't have a clue. There, there's like no there's no indication. You don't even there's a lot of there's a lot of pool games that will give you like the guideline. 
And this gives you the guideline of like where your shot is going initially. But mm-hmm. a lot of games will give you the guideline of like when it ricochets off this ball, here's the direction it's going to go. Right. Yep. This doesn't give you that. No, it just it's it, it's it's as if the ball was the cue ball was just in a like on the table empty like by yeah. itself. Yeah. And exactly. then you have to know how it's going to bounce and interact with physics and all that stuff. Which the answer, by the way, is not well. Um, yeah, no, it's it's the game I, like, boy, trying to actually break a rack of balls yeah. is miserable. <laughs> it's so terrible. It's so terrible. Like all of the momentum <laughs> just transfers to like one ball. Yeah, no, I don't I don't understand the it, it, it is definitely a data east game. Yes, it boy, it sure is. And, and I mean, for me, the best part is just that you play as Tom Cruise. You know what else it is, though? It's a Data East game, but it is also an Iguana Entertainment game. It is Iguana Entertainment. That's right. Well, the Super Nintendo one, the one that we played. Yeah. The, uh, you know, good old, good old Acclaim. Which means. So, OK, funny story. I was on a I was on a video call with uh, Jesse the other night mm-hmm. while uh, while I was playing this. And um, and she could hear some of the sounds. She was like, are you playing NBA Jam right now? oh my god (laughs) like she heard like a particular thing in the sound font she's like why does it sound like you're playing nba jam because and um, i'm like well iguana it is actually iguana entertainment so you're not even that far off (laughs) that's interesting yeah boy they really like they tried really hard to get like the style down Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there is, there is YouTube comments talking about how it just made them feel like they were really out for a night on the town. Mm-hmm. Just, just really, just really feeling like they're they're playing pool. I mean, like the so the 1986 film The Color of Money, um, is a clear inspiration for this game, right down to as you said, like the character that you play as is clearly just Tom Cruise. Yes. When you win, it's and you see the picture like when it's the co-op. I don't know if it happens in single player. It doesn't. In single player, you mostly just see women. That's what I remember. Yeah, because I played a little bit of single player. Like, I don't want to play this. And I was like, well, let's try multiplayer. And Mm. that was fun because then when dumb physics things happen, like in the video that I sent you where somehow the ball made it into the pocket by bouncing off three other balls and another ball hits it squarely into it. Yeah. that was very fun, but it was only fun because it was Lachisi and I playing together. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like no real joy from it. So. <laughs> oh, you know also, what? You need a, the, you the need a single player feels like it kind of goes nowhere. It does go nowhere. Like it sets this whole thing up where it's like. I thought there was going to be a little bit of some story because like. The you start old, like, off and it's like you're touring. You're like in L.A. and then you go yeah. to Las Vegas and then you don't go anywhere else. And it's got the, the side pocket like, you know, the, the Tom Cruise is standing outside of his car looking at the yeah. city. I was like, oh, there's going to be like a little bit of there's going to be something to push you along. And then nothing happens. I was like, oh, this sucks. It, it shows you. You go to Los Angeles. You're going to It shows Las you Vegas. a map with different destinations. And you go to the first destination and then you just do like the same four stages on loop. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a like bummer. it's unfinished. <laughs> you know what, though? I will say this. There is a 21 track OST for this video game. 
the OST was fine, but that's there, part that, of like there are some songs that are honestly all right. You already heard one of them at the start. Yeah, it's true. Slow, slow down, dude. Is 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 it's relaxed. It's it's like kind of amp, like upbeat a little bit, but it's chill. It's kind of the thing that I was thinking about most when I was like, they're really trying to like, they're really trying hard to hit that style. I mean, there, there's a on the main on the start screen. There's a jukebox where you just listen to the 21 tracks if you want to. Yeah. Where, where there's like a backdrop of a, a like kind of like an outside fancy diner or not, not diner, like a, a, a pool hall. Yeah. Well, it's outside, so it really does feel more like they're just eating. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's, the, you know, it's the in-between parts where, the, where they're talking about strategy and all the, how, how amazing they are as people and individuals. So there's a, there's a pocket gal yeah. version of this in Japan where when you finish and you wait, did wait. well. Wait, wait, There's a what version? Pocket gal is what it was called. Is the NES. So it's side pocket pocket? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> you you can unlock explicit imagery if you're into that for the NES. Oh my god, of course you can. <laughs> it felt like it felt like you were basically already doing that on the SNES version. <laughs> yeah, like the the like portraits of women that come up just to tell you that the stage is starting is like there's a version of this image that you were that you like reveal in a Mahjong game, yeah. but there's like more of it. <laughs> and then you realize there actually isn't more of it. And you're like, shoot, because <laughs> I don't know about you. When I found out that there was games like that on the Internet, when I was what well, I guess that probably around 2000, maybe a little bit before that, like 98 or 99, like maybe 2000. 90s, yeah. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, my God. There's like naughty images on this. If I complete it, I totally played. I downloaded Why, those yes, and new played grounds. Them. I am over 18. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was like, wow, that's great. And and then then I don't know. I don't know how that was ever a thing. I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's it's astounding. I suppose it's also the changing of the the the, the ease of access to with which you have certain images. That is true. That's a that's a big part of it. It's like it happened right in that middle it happened right in that middle point where, like, being able to see a depiction of a, you know... Something naughty. A, a nude person of your persuasion was a difficult thing to come by. And now it's like you have to, like, actively dodge it. <laughs> like, literally, it is like five words in a Google search and you're there. And you have a sheet of them. You can't escape them. You're like, no, wait, I'm just trying to find normal pictures of anime people. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> well, we were trying to find. What, I didn't even what, add R34 to the search. What, what are you doing? What's her name? Robin from um, uh, Pilot Wings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, were, yeah. we literally were just trying to find stuff about Pilot Wings. And the third option was, would you like to see her naked? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, so I don't I just don't care about side pocket i also like i wanted to say something about the physics the physics are bad yeah the i enjoyed like, the soundtrack the fit okay so the physics of like hitting one ball i think are probably fine yeah that seemed okay but like the moment that you have to actually like break several of them like trying to actually <laughs> when you go full power to like break the break the initial like the rack, rack. Yeah. Like, and then, like, one ball moves. It's like, what is happening? Why? 
<laughs> Some, somebody messed up that line of code because the first ball smashes into it and then they just kind of go poop. Like, yeah, they barely move. <laughs> they barely move. Like, it is supposed to be a break. <laughs> it's not. It's like the ball at the back, like, moves around a bit and a couple of others, like, slide out two inches. And it's like, so if the trick shots are all about, like, manipulating that momentum, it's, well, it sucks. And it doesn't oh, it, do what you think it should do. Well, so and it's I not don't know. fun. I was messing with some of the, like, the positioning of where you hit the ball. And there was a couple times where I could hit the ball. It would, the, the cue ball would stop moving and then it would take off in another direction, basically. Like, like the way that the th- momentum even worked with it, if you're doing a trick shot, sometimes would be weird where, yeah. where it would absolutely should have stopped because it hit something that transferred its momentum to it. And then it woo, like went off in another yeah. direction. And I'm like, what? Yeah. The way if you, if you like put some English on it, the way that actually works is out of control. Yeah, so like it comes to a complete stop and then it's like it hits a conveyor belt and and i can't even sit here and be like well you know maybe it's like 1990 you're just hanging out with some buddies hang you know you're at home just killing some time playing pool i i, I can't i can't even really say that because this was like 1994 or five or something yeah like it's 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 eh, eh, eh. Maybe the arcade version is better, but I doubt it. Oh, yeah, but I mean, we're only talking about the Super Nintendo one, which was the, yeah, the one of the... We are specifically talking about the Super Nintendo one on the uh, Switch Online service. Yeah. But, yeah, eh. Eh, eh, eh. Eh, eh. I don't even think it's worth booting up to try. Like, eh. there are there are better <laughs> pool... I have played better pool games as mini games in other games. I've I didn't touch the one in Yakuza three much, but I remember it being brutal to to do really well in it. Oh hey, huh? speaking of uh, speaking of Yakuza, Sp- yeah, I have an important image to share with you. Maybe the most important image that I have ever shared with you. I'm, you're familiar I'm... with uh, you're familiar with the upcoming Like a Dragon Gaiden, featuring Super Spy uh, Cosmo Kiryu, right? Yes. Image sending. No way! <laughs> yes way! No. Yes! I'm... Pocket Circuit's back! No way. Let's go! No! It's in the future, too! Yeah, look at that sick-ass car! God, I, I hope it's... I hope it's... It's got, old. like, RGB on the back? I hope that I can spend ten hours playing Pocket Circuit. If... Like, damn, I almost said pocket pool, and I was like, well, I suppose I could, but it's not going to feel good. No. <laughs> Yakuza's pool game isn't even good, and it's better than this one. No. Oh, my God. I I am. Oh, man. So it's yeah, funny because yeah, I, I, I know it's so good. I, I remember this game was coming out this year. And I was like, oh, God, we have to catch up because it's been two years since I played a Yakuza game. I realized I, I played that long. Yeah, I, I haven't. I played Yakuza or we played Yakuza four. Not last year, but it was the year before that, around wow. this time-ish. And so we got to play five and six. And I was like, well, we have to do it in the next two and a half months or three months or whatever, because I want to play I want I want I want to play as, as Super Spy Kiryu. I I, yeah, I, I want it. Honestly, I don't know how the main game is gonna be, but he is holding the pocket circuit car, so I don't care about literally anything else. All of the games are all of the games when you really think about the stories are sort of dumb anyways. Like 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 that's sort of the charm of them, right? Like yes, they're, absolutely. They're, 
So yeah. I can't imagine this one won't be that. The idea that, like, in every single case, <laughs> in every single game, like, the solution to the problem, you, you set up all of this, like, sometimes multinational intrigue, like major conspiracies over billions of dollars and real estate and military and whatever else. And like at the end of the day, Kiryu just fights someone at the top of a building and then it's fine. Everything is fine. Like it just solve it with a fist fight. Solve, solve like a literal international incident with a fist fight. Side Pocket would have been a better video game if you could punch people in between rounds. Yeah. I, I think we just want if Side Pocket just needs to be a beat em up game with like a, a, a pool mini game in between levels. Yeah, sure. You know what? Let's just that wouldn't have been pool. better. That would have been like the peacekeepers. Let's just, let's just remove pool from Side Pocket. It yeah. can just be a jukebox player. That's probably the best version of it. With just like a slideshow of the the not Tom Cruise, <laughs> and uh, uh, and and, and uh, who is who's the other guy? Was Paul Newman. Paul, Paul Newman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just the character art doing things with 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 the jukebox. I yeah, think that just would a, be a, just a slideshow. Because honestly, some of the art is kind of nice looking, and it's fun to see. Like, oh hey, that's legally. I like I like a nice legally distinct image <laughs> of of people where, yeah. where it's very clearly them. Like, it's, it's, it's good. It's, like, decent looking, like, trying to be photorealistic art. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it does that pretty well. Even, like, the, the little icon up in the corner when you're taking a shot, you see the guy, like, actually, like, I noticed something, like, a, an interesting little bit of polish. What's that? Um, the, the guy up in the, the guy up in the corner who's taking the shot, you see his yeah. little animation. Um, his arm angle actually changes based on what kind of like what kind of like spin or English or, or angle oh, you're, wow. you're doing. So if you do like a, if cool. you do like a, a backspin shot, you actually see him holding the the stick almost like vertical so okay, he can so, hit it. So he can hit it just right to get the, the backspin on it. So like the cutting room floor of side pocket would be a more enjoyable video game. I probably yeah, and they could even have like some maybe some diary entries of what the developing, you know, the developers have been doing recently, like if 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 that was the case. And then maybe maybe there's some automated pool that happens occasionally, but yeah. more or less it's just you you bought a video game for a jukebox and a slideshow and to learn some insight into developers and what it would be like would be more would be it would be a better purchase than Side Pocket mm -hmm. as it stands. Yep. Mhm. Mm Luckily, you don't have to purchase Side Pocket. It's just there on Switch. If you want to play it, don't. 